0: The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Houston, a Gal Media Station. A Veritex Community Bank Roadshow. Live from Richmond Arms, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 92.5.
2: Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. So if Aaron Rodgers really wanted to sit out for a year, the new rules that the NFLPA and the NFL agreed to would allow him to do that. He'd have to make a decision by July the 2nd.
3: Would it allow Deshaun
2: to do the same thing? Well, and that's what I was sort of thinking here. If, in Deshaun's case, it's pretty obvious that the legal stuff isn't going to get done I don't think any of us think he's going to play this year no why not you'll get paid it gives you time to work all that stuff out not like the Texans can do anything with you anyway so he has Abraham Toro at third next year Bregman at short pending no Correa stupid or possible honestly I don't know that Toro is anything special he's played well during the stretch yeah you know, I, I don't know. I would hope he could do better than that, but I mean, I, you can't rule anything out right now. But I think we can all assume Correa is gone. I think so. There, there's no, there's no way the Astros are going to pay him, and he's earned a bigger contract yeah. than what he turned down. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz. Our number three seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fauer, F-A-O-U-R, At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates nine seven five. Can text the show. You know the number for that. Uh, you can get on Twitch, comment there, and uh, we are at Richmond Arms, Richmond and Fountain View uh, for another hour. So uh, come on out. El Tiempo gift cards, Casa do Brazil VIP full experience gift cards. You Can register for the summer circuit. Get your name in there, and uh, yeah, been a fun couple of hours here on a Friday Friday, which it's always fun on a Friday Friday. Because it's freaking Friday, man. A um, couple of things. Just uh, a, a little bit of a follow-up on, on what you heard there in the in the recap. We were talking about the rules are specific to COVID opt-outs. Was what we were talking about with Rodgers and Deshaun. And yeah. if they could do that and still get paid. But because there's no real restrictions on it. You, yeah, but but it know. is permanent. If you do it, you, it'll permanent for the year. You can't you can't wait eight weeks and say, ah, you know what? I think I'll play. So, uh, so I, I just think it's interesting to see if anybody does it this year. Somebody will do it.
3: Well, might not be Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. Somebody's right. going to do it.
2: Yeah, I would I would think so. And it's probably going to be somebody who doesn't want to get vaccinated. It's going to be Cole Beasley. I, mean, I could see that. You
3: know? But Cole Beasley also feels like he's got a chance to win a Super Bowl. He's going to yeah. he's going to play, well, and that's that's what you have to. And the reality is, how many? And the truth is, Fred. The people who don 't want to get vaccinated are typically the people who are less scared of the rona right yeah I, I so it's, it, i don 't know i don 't know if it 's those people who are more likely to do it because if you 're not if you don 't want to get vaccinated and I'm, i don 't know everybody 's in, in internal thoughts, but if you don 't want to get vaccinated, it tells me you 're less scared of the rona than the average person who does get vaccinated so i don 't know if it 's going to be people who Aren't vaccinated? Who opt out? I think it, I. I yeah. don't know who it's going to be.
2: Yeah, it, it's. I guess it just depends if you've got an at-risk kid at home yeah. or something like that, and you're still worried about.
3: Or like maybe your wife is can't get the vaccine or so. I don't right, know. I don't right. know. Well,
2: and I've, I've got a couple of friends who can't get it because of their health issues. Yeah. So, um. So I kind of get that. It's just uh, it, you know, and I mean, I, I, for me, I haven't really paid any attention to this because I, I kind of feel like I'm done with it, but you know i guess it's it's still out there and and you never know how it's going to affect you i mean i, I most most uh I mean, most athletes i wouldn't worry about but that doesn't mean that their family members aren't at risk so i don't know man it, it's you know i and, and maybe i'm i'm just incorrect for assuming the
3: whole thing's over with well i don't think it's so over as, as far as i'm concerned it is but in your world it is so Yeah, that's cool
2: yeah so and that's fine. If it's, if it's not in yours, then, again, all, all, all that's your business. I mean, do whatever you think is best for you. But if it is one of those things where if your employer starts requiring it, you know, then that's a, that's a different conversation to have. Um, there's a, by the way, right on the number again last night on the Knights and Canadians, like almost every game in the series right at the total. Yeah. So it was a, it was a push. I don't have any play for tonight. I, uh, I kind of feel like if you like the Islanders, then that's, that's the value is, pl- I think, plus 135. Yep. And if you think Tampa's going to run away and hide like they did in game five, then take the Tampa
3: goal line. But I wouldn't take Tampa. How about the Knights choking? They're done. They're out. I, I mean, how, who, who saw that coming? Them just choking like dogs?
2: Uh, I didn't. Uh, and frankly, you know, I'm still stunned that Montreal's gotten this far. They
3: were an eight seed, right? They were, Am I mistaken? They had, the,
2: they had a worse record than some teams that didn't make the playoffs. So they were they were a four seed, is what they were, because of the way they did the divisions, they just okay. did top four in each division because they only played each other all year. Uh, and there were there were teams in the West that had more points than they did, but they
3: were they were
2: underdogs in every series. They were, and they were down three one to a team that likes to choke. And, of course, when that team choked, it, it opened up the –
3: That's embarrassing for the Knights.
2: Uh, well, you know what? You know who's more embarrassed? The Maple Leafs because they lost in the first round with a 3-1 yeah, lead. Yeah,
3: well, that one's bad. But uh,
2: but the Knights the, the Knights had – I think part of the problem was when they beat the the Avs, I think that they kind of felt like, okay, we just won the Stanley Cup.
3: I felt, I think it did feel that way. Because
2: the, the, the Avs were – those were the two best teams in that – uh, division. I thought they were two best teams in the league, uh, along with Boston. Boston's another one that the, the second half of the season, after they make their tr- made their trades, and where's it, Boston? Uh, gone choking dogs. Lost to Creighton's Isles.
3: Who? Man, it's weird. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I guess I kind of dig it, but whatever happens for the rest of the playoffs? Certainly, you wouldn't say the best team in the NHL won the Stanley Cup this year, right? No. No, you, you say the team that had the best playoffs. Yep, and and I don't know how I feel about that. I don't. I don't know if I'm like because it you know happens
2: more in hockey because a, a hot goalie can change. It everything. It changes a lot. Yep,
3: and the, and the Knights had to get rid of. They, they were done with their goalie. Yeah, and
2: that and that's that's one that I think they're going to be thinking about in the off season is you've got one of the best postseason goalies ever, and in a, an elimination game you kind of panic and bench him, and. You know, it didn't. I mean, not that it's Laner's fault that they lost, but you know, you, you have to wonder. And uh, this Montreal team is going to be really interesting. I would like to see. I like traditional matchups. I mean, I wanted the Knights to win because you know they're kind of kind of my second team, but I'd kind of like to see Montreal and, and the Islanders. Uh, I'd like to see one of those old school NHL matchups and uh, two teams that haven't won it in a while. Tampa just won it last. Montreal's year. Montreal's kind of the Yankees of, of hockey, they're, aren't they? They are. It's just they're like the Yankees. For that long gap before they got good again. Yeah. Because uh, they haven't won one since 93 now. Yeah. And they have the most titles of anybody. And, and there's just something about them now. They were like
3: the Celtics before the Celtics won with Kevin Garnett and Paul yeah. Pierce.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. Very, very similar to that because they, they just they dominated for so long. And, you know, the fact that they're here again with this team and the kind of rubbing salt in the wound part of it was they traded one of their better players, Max Pacioretty, to the Knights last year. And the kid they got back... Is probably was probably the difference maker in the series besides their goalie. Yeah, The Suzuki kid, and they're they're an interesting team, and I'd I'd like to see a nice old school matchup, and you will get a game seven tonight, which uh, is always badass. So uh, Islanders and the Lightning, and if you you know if you're casually interested in hockey, I highly recommend it because game sevens usually live up to the hype because everybody's out there. Throwing everything.
4: It's not like you have an Astros game to watch.
2: Yeah, you don't have an Astros game tonight. You got uh, – that's pretty much it, right? I mean, that. Uh, what else would you watch? So uh, – or, you know, you could watch some TV or something, just regular TV. Y- yeah. I mean – You don't have to watch sports every uh, night. Uh, you got Bucks Charles Haw- Polillo. bucks Hawks game two tonight. You could watch that. Oh, that's what my son's going to want to watch. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: Trade the truth young. Oh, uh,
2: he's the truth now? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, and just flip back and forth because that's, that, I mean, you, you can, if, if you're a sport fan, and, and like I said, depending on which, which way you want to lean, I gave you something to bet. So there, yeah. it gives you a reason.
3: Uh, Mark says go to the bar and watch all of them. Yeah. I, go to Richmond Arms and watch all of them. Yeah, you could come out here. Because They'll it, even have college baseball on the televisions out here, which they did earlier. Did uh, Vanderbilt wind up winning? Vanderbilt won. I didn't realize that the Texas Longhorns were in the final four of college baseball. Well, I, I think they have to win twice, right? Yeah. Because that Mississippi State has won has lost zero, and uh, Texas lost their first game, and they've they've gone to on Mississippi a, State. I believe. Yeah, they've gone yeah. on a run since, but um, yeah, Texas still still in this thing, so uh. I don't know if you have to cheer for the Longhorns if you're from Texas. You could just do what I do and not care about college baseball. Well, that's... uh, That's the recommendation.
2: Yeah, you know what? I bet in a few years you're caring about college baseball.
3: I don't know. (laughs) know.
2: Unless they're good enough to go pro. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, I think it's... With with the Longhorns, it's love them or hate them, man. Yeah. So you can root for them or you can... uh, Root against them. You can become a Mississippi State fan. That's true.
3: Well... Everybody in the SEC is is cheering for either Vanderbilt or Mississippi State because yeah, cause, cause that's what they do. SEC, SEC, SEC. We know how that goes. Yeah.
2: I, I I mean, though, it's hard not to root for Vanderbilt. I mean, I know they're good at baseball, but that's it.
3: Well, yeah, but they do have the best team.
2: Yeah. That's uh.
3: They're the Alabama of college baseball. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I guess I I don't you know that's the thing I don't care enough about college baseball like Vanderbilt sucks at everything you kind of want them to like when, when when Aggie won that women's basketball championship it's like good for them
3: I didn't know that happened yeah they did hey Aaron yes how do you feel about going to break a little bit early because uh one of your one of your hosts has to pee really bad
2: it's really not early. It's it's kind of like right on. It's time? It, it's almost, yeah, it's 6-11. Oh,
3: okay. Well, Fred, take it away uh, so you can go pee. I uh, know it's an emergency.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's not exactly entirely accurate. But uh, we will take a break. And when we come back, I want to uh, have a little Astros and baseball for you. And uh, we'll also talk about plans for your NBA lottery teams, including your beloved Rockets. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN, 97.5,
0: 92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN, 97.5. This week on Sunday Night Baseball where the National League's best go head-to-head in L.A. when the Cubs face Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers. Sunday at 5 on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow live from Richmond Arms. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 92.5.
0: Presented by this Saturday Showtime Pay-Per-View. Featuring two-division world champion Gervonta Tank Davis. As he sets his sights on history and a title in a third weight class against towering champion Mario El Azteca Barrios. Live this Saturday only on Pay-Per-View. Here's Fred Fowler
2: and A.J. Hoffman. On the Blitz, live here at Richmond Arms, where if you want to come watch uh, the Euros tomorrow, this is the place to do it. Who's playing, Freddie? Who's playing? Uh, Denmark? Uh, Wales is playing. I know that much. Uh, Belgium? Uh, Well, they're still alive, yes. Okay. So Wales and Denmark is tomorrow at 11. Uh, Italy, Austria is tomorrow at 2. Okay. On uh, Sunday, you have Netherlands and the Czech Republic. All right. On uh, at, at 11. At 2 o'clock, Belgium and Portugal. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, that's the final four? No, 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 no. There's, there's, uh, there's four other games on uh, two, Monday and Tuesday. So okay, you got so Croatia, here, Spain, Pro- France, France, Switzerland. Let's England. start at the beginning. Right. I'm
3: going to tell you who's going to win these. Right. Ready? You
2: ready? Let's go. Wales, Denmark. Denmark. Italy, Austria. Italy. Uh, Netherlands, Czech Republic. Netherlands, Belgium, Portugal, Belgium. We go Portugal, Croatia, Spain, Spain, France, Switzerland, France, England, Germany, Germany, Sweden, Ukraine, Sweden. Yeah, I I, I think my my only rooting interest really is like I, I guess I'll root for England, but I kind of like Germany too. So I, I don't know. Those are
3: my last. My last name's Hoffman, so I'm I I tend to root for Germany, but I. I liked my time in Belgium, so I'm rooting for Belgium. Okay. Well, I like my time they in England. They have good beer. They have better beer than those other countries.
2: Uh, better than Germany? Better than Germany. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, I – Yeah. Okay. I can't, I can't fault your thinking on any of that. So there goes your soccer talk for the day. How about that? Soccer about matters. That? Soccer matters. As good as Glenn Davis could have done it. Uh, all right. Let's uh... – England
3: has the worst beer in Europe. They the do. Worst. I think that's the first. They serve their beer like coffee temperature. It's disgusting. I, I think
2: uh, that's the first time I've ever bought a beer when we were at Wembley. And Eric and I went and were trying all the different beers. And there was one that we both looked at each other and just poured it out. Yeah. And I think that's the only time in my life that's ever happened. You would
3: think they'd be really good at beer making. Yeah. They're not.
2: Well, you know what? I'll give them this. The Guinness there is better than the Guinness here. Which is, I, I ain't saying much because of Guinness it.
3: ain't great here or there. No.
2: Uh, Randy asked something I kind of wanted to get into. Do you think MLB would like the Astros to continue to win, or do you, they wish
3: they no. were bad and just go away? They wish they were bad. MLB doesn't want the Astros to be good. I'll
2: tell you who does want the Astros to be good, the TV networks. So do I.
3: Well, yeah, I mean us, Houston. Me, even though I'm an established Houston sports hater, I cheer for the Astros. I want them to do well. The rest of the teams I don't care about, but the Astros I hope they do well. Um, I kind of think TV would like to have them. Why? Because that you think haters will watch too. Oh yeah,
2: people will people will watch just to root against them. Maybe and, so. And like if it were Dodgers Astros again, I, I I would almost be willing to bet those would be the best uh, World Series ratings since the Yankees were in their prime. Maybe so because people will will tune in to just to hate the Astros, and you know, and then they will be. Only the city of Houston rooting for the Astros. But I think it would be pretty badass. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but Rob Manfred says the uh, first few days of sticky stuff, checking, doing just fine.
3: They like that? Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. It's too much checking.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I honestly don't think managers should have any say in it. I don't either. I think that the should umps. just be – Yeah, but, you know, they didn't ask me, so –
3: and honestly, maybe the punishment should be this. If you as a manager check the guy for sticky stuff and he's got nothing, he should be able to put whatever he wants on the ball for the rest of the game.
2: Or at least that inning. Yeah. Like, give him an inning where he can put uh, Deshaun Juice on it if he wants. That would be uh, – I think that's a good rule. All right. I'm, I'm down with that. Okay, 713-780-3776 if you want a Texas show. We're out here at Richmond Arms and uh, – um Come on out, and we'll be here till 7. But uh, people are IOT says England's food sucks, too. The one thing I'll give them is the food there is better than English pub food here. Like, the bangers and mash that I I get in England is better than the bangers. But it ain't great.
3: It ain't super flavorful here or there. Well, I know. It's not the, you know. They're, They're not. I mean, it's a cool country. Their food and drink game is just weak as hell. That's all. That's
2: why they all drink gin
3: and tonic. Yeah. For me, I judge a country based on their food and beverages. Okay. England, eh, wasn't great. If you don't judge them on that, if you, like, judge them on history and, and, like, you know, stuff like that, cool. England's all right, but their food and drink game is weak as hell. That's all. They make good
2: television shows. That's true. Good rock and roll. Great rock and roll. Yeah. You know? that, that you know what? I'm going to give them that one. Better than the United States at rock and roll.
3: That's the only thing they're better at than us.
2: Uh, we're better at dentistry.
3: Yeah. We we're better it. at war. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They we're ate our, at freedom. they ate our Yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're better at not having a queen. Bro. They they're prince Bailed on their whole royalty thing to come live in America. We're way better. Yeah. He was like, man. He said, all right, I, I, I know I'm a, a, a prince here and all, but the beer here is super warm. I'm going to go to America where I can get a cold beer. And then he left and came to America where there's cold beer. And he could make it a Carbock. Oh. You... No, I already did that. Okay.
2: So, um, yeah, I uh... – I, I don't know. Trying, I'm trying to give them a debt. They're better at, at us at us in, in soccer for sure. They that, got not soccer. women's soccer. No, not women's
3: soccer. How about that? Okay, we have better looking chicks. There's a couple of there, there's a couple on that English uh, team. I will give them this. They have better looking flight attendants. Uh, they do that.
2: That's not even close.
3: Like in in England, you have to be hot to be a flight attendant. Otherwise, they just won't hire you. But that's also the only. I h- kind of wish that's how it was here, but. Alas, they don't take like I guess there's rules against only hiring hot chicks. Why can't the airlines be like Hooters where oh, sorry honey, you're too you're too chunky to work here. Like Hooters can say that but United can't? What the hell? Yeah. But I, but the, the the flip side is those
2: were the only hot women we saw the entire that trip. That was that was it. Like that that was like where we were staying. Yeah. Was it, like, it was kind of the Wall Street area of, of London. And, like, you'd have all these handsome dudes get off work in their suits and looking really good, and one just very four to five-ish girl. And she's going to get her pick of whatever those are. Everybody was dudes. fighting over. Yeah. I, I kind of, you know, I kind of admire that a little bit. But just one flight attendant from that uh, from British Airways, dude, she, she would outkick the boys. I'll just say that. Yeah. So... Uh, Rezi mentioned wasn't there a Hooters airline there was for a while I thought uh, and Crystal who's sitting over here and participating in Twitch while she's uh, listening who has more teeth meth heads or British folks uh, I'm going to go British the British they have teeth they're just not straight they go like six different yeah. directions and that's the one negative to those really handsome British guys is that the the teeth game is not good, but I guess if you live there, you're you're all about it.
4: Yeah, Hooters Air uh, went from 2003 to 2006.
2: Okay, so I don't think I ever flew Hooters Air.
4: I didn't either. Well, they flew to Fort Lauderdale, St. Petersburg, Newark, Allentown, and Myrtle Beach, and those were just the Ameri- those were the only places in America, apparently.
3: There used to be a Hooters when casino they were in Vegas. Yeah. And it's is, gone. Is it now. gone now? It's gone. They replaced it with one of those OYO's. OYOs. God. Where OYO is where lit- I I don't think she works there anymore, but the hottest blackjack dealer in Las Vegas worked at OYO. She worked at Hooters first and then she stayed into OYO. And she remembered me from going in there the first She probably remembered me because I lost literally thousands of dollars on one blackjack hand and was like oh i feel so bad for you shame it was one of those like where the i i think nick was there jake asman was it like everyone was there and it was i was max betting i was lit and i was leaving the next day and i had made a bunch of money and i was like let's go for it and i had i i think i'd i'd uh i'd split my hand and it was looking really really good for your boy they got split aces, in fact, or something like that. And they were showing like a four or a five. And needless to say, I did not win uh, that hand. And that hot young blackjack dealer felt really, really bad for me because I had tipped her really well that night, and she remembered me from that. I don't know if it's great when a hot chick remembers you for being a loser. I don't know if that's the <laughs> best thing. Uh, that's uh. But the next time we went out there, she was like, oh, hey, I remember you. Yeah. You're the guy who lost, like, a lot of money on one hand of blackjack. Still, it, was, it was one of those last hand before I leave, and it just got out of control.
2: So that's the worst. That is th- I, I've done that playing at a, in a cash game. It's like, okay, I'm playing one last hand, and I get a decent enough hand, and then I wind up in way too deep on some kind of stupid draw that I never hit. Yep. And, like, three hours where you sat there and grinded it out and made 800 bucks. And then it's yeah, all gone. All gone in one hand. That's not a great feeling. But it's happened before. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, we, we actually, I'd go over
3: to that casino because they had, like, $9 prime rib. I would go there to catch a cab because the cab line at the MGM, so the, the Hooters slash Oyo Casino is right across from the MGM. The cab line at the MGM is sometimes endless. On fight night, it's endless. Yeah, you can forget that. If you walk across the street and take a cab, it might be two minutes. Like there ain't nobody waiting in line at that place to get a cab. So no, that's or an Uber. It's, that's it's what it's I ridiculous. would use it for. Yeah,
2: that that was always pretty smart because, especially on a, fi- a fight night at the MGM, like there were times when I'd have to leave. My flight was that night, and. I couldn't wait until the fight – I couldn't – if I waited until the fight was over, I wasn't getting a cab to the airport. It was just impossible. And same thing with the Ubers, which I don't know if Uber – I
3: don't think you can get an Uber in Vegas anymore.
2: Well, they'll be back. They just need to be back in October when I I go out there. All right. Quick break. We only got two segments left. That's it. In the week, Fred. Damn. In the week. Uh. Somebody did mention you could still play cheap tables at Oyo after you've lost all your money everywhere else. You can. That's like, like five. They got a five dollar table. Yeah. Right?
3: So it, the last time I went out there was like Cody, Cody Stutes, and Jake Asman, and uh, like guys that weren't making as much money in in life as I was, and they were like, Yeah, we can't stay. We can't sit around and play twenty dollar hands. So at Oyo. I, I don't. I think it might have been five dollar blackjack there. Yeah, I think it is. So we would go and play. Now, you know what? That, blackjack. When it was shooters,
2: they had they had three dollar blackjack. At they one did.
3: Point. I'm not particularly fond of playing at a three dollar five dollar blackjack table, but they were, and I blame them for me losing thousands of dollars on one <laughs> hand of blackjack. Now that I think about it.
2: Ugh. So I, I stay away from blackjack. I, I You're was, a wise man. I, I, I'm not. I, that's okay. I lose my money at other stuff. That's right. Uh,
0: ESPN 97.5. Uh. Uh. This is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow. Live from Richmond Arms. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 92.5.
0: Presented by this Saturday Showtime pay per view featuring two-division world champion pervante Tank Davis as he sets his sights on history and a title in a third-way class against towering champion Mario El Azteca Barrios. Live this Saturday, only on Pay-Per-View, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
4: All right, we are back on the Blitz. No Fred Fowler, no A.J. Hoffman. Had some things come up, technical issues out at Richmond Arms. Uh... Nobody's hurt. There's no emergency. Just, you know, equipment exploded. So you've got me, Aaron Rabel, at Aaron is Blitzed on Twitter. Uh, kind of fill in time. You know what? I'm going to end the show with you guys, you, you blitzers. Uh, right now, we're going to run. We had Leonard LRB on yesterday, CEO of Mayweather Promotions, uh, talking about the fight this weekend. So I'm going to hand it over to them. We're going to run this Leonard LRB interview, and then we're going to finish out the show strong. We got stupid stuff. So just stick with me. We'll get this done. You Blitzers, y- you guys got this. Let's do it.
2: And we are back on the Blitz, live here at William Price Distilling. And you just heard about that fight. And uh, here to have a discussion with it about it, Leonard Ellerby. How are you, sir? Are you there?
1: No. no.
3: Leonard, how are you, man?
1: Hey, how's it going?
3: We're doing well. Listen, Javante Davis is one of these guys who there were questions early on uh, about his maturity and things like that. How has Javante grown, not as a fighter, but as as a person since you've been with him?
1: Um, I think he's matured a great deal. You know what I'm saying? Coming from... The background that he, he has and to, to, I ain't gonna say all of a sudden, but you know, to quickly jump into making millions of dollars. You you, you know, all those things have a different kind of effect on different people. And when you, when you, when you're in a situation coming from that kind of environment, when all these different things have, you know, been kind of thrown at you, you know, it takes a while to adjust into stardom and fame and success. And Floyd has played a major, major role with, with helping him with the whole maturation process of being able to understand what is take, takes, how you handle yourself in these certain circumstances. And he's, he's grown, grown leaps, leaps, you know, from a maturity standpoint over the last two years. You know, he made a, one, another example of he removed himself from his environment away from all the distractions. The last two camps, he's been living in Las Vegas, you know, and, and he's buying a home he's buying a home in Las Vegas so just for that reason, because he wants to be able to live in an environment where he can train him and his team and be fully focused on his major events that he had right in front of him without any distractions. And he understands that operating at the level that he's operating at and to the level that he's going to, that he's going to need to have laser focus, remove himself from all the distractions around and be able to lock in 100%. So, again, boy, I have to give him all the credit because for that is because he's done a great job of mentoring him
3: you know, to to where he's at right now, and I, I see drastic improvement over the last two years. You know, there are uh, we the in, back in the day there were the the four kings, and now they they talk about the the four princes of boxing, and and they they put uh you know Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney and and Tiafimo Lopez in that same group with Javante Davis. What are the odds that uh, that down the road we start seeing some fights between those guys? Again? What, what are the odds that we see down the road fights between Gervonta Davis and the guys that they compare him to, that, that other group, the, the four princes they call them, like Lopez and Garcia and Haney?
1: Well, well, each and everybody's in their own lane, and and it is kind of not fair to those guys to be compared to the, those guys who are all-time greats and who are legends in this sport. Because to be honest, no, nobody's near that level as of yet. You know, Tank is, as far as as far as star power, Tank is leading the pack out of all of those guys. But, you know, when it comes to that, it, you know, hey, the only time will tell. You know, I think that in the very, very near future, I think that those fights will happen. Those guys continue to win and put themselves in the best situations. But, see, things look one way today and then two months from now to be something totally different. You know, Teofimo Lopez, he can have a fight, and he gets get knocked out by Cambosis whenever they fight. And then that changed the whole dynamic of that. You know, who, who knows? Again, we're going to keep on continuing to do what we need to do on this end and fight the biggest and best fights that are out there that the fans want to see.
3: What I, what I uh, admire about Tank is... He he doesn't. He seems to live in like a divis, uh, is, uh, divisional limbo. Maybe the word I, I don't know how to how to say it. I, I don't like when I think of him. I don't know exactly what weight class I think he's built for, but I also like that he doesn't really seem to care. He's willing to fight up. He's willing to fight down. He's he he seems to be more willing to go outside of that that weight comfort zone that a lot of guys, especially guys who are you know at the point in his career where they're protecting their records, where most guys are afraid to go. And the fact that he's fighting up two weight classes, I admire that, but is is what's his what's his long term goal for like this is the weight that I want to be considered the greatest at?
1: Well, I, I think I think it, it could be 130, hundred and thirty, one hundred and thirty five pounds, which he could make either one of those weights comfortably. You know, one forty, right now he's testing the water, you know, obviously he's moved up two weight classes to be able to fight to uh Sounds Mario Barrios um, this Saturday night. This Saturday night um, for you know um, this huge event that we have down here in Atlanta. And and again, there's no specific weight class, but I would say that he's not campaigning at one forty. I think mean, we, you know, if there's the right fight out there, then hey, let's do it.
3: That, is, uh, that was fun indeed. Listen, this is Leonard Ellerby, the CEO of Mayweather Productions. Uh, Tank Davis and Barrios on pay-per-view this weekend I think is going to be a fantastic matchup. I think a fantastic feature of Tank Davis, who is, is indeed not only one of the biggest draws, but one of the biggest stars, I think, uh, as far as the young guys in this sport. Uh, and you can see that, of course, on Showtime pay-per-view. Leonard, I appreciate you giving us the time, as always, and, uh, and good luck to you and your guy this weekend.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you for having me on. All
5: right, guys, I got to tell you now about this fight that we're just on Saturday, June 26th, tomorrow night. Four time world champion, Gervonta Tank Davis, taking on a career defining challenge as he sets his sights on capturing a title in the third weight class, fighting two weight classes up. It's a big deal, man. Uh, it, he's facing undefeated WBA super lightweight champ, Mario El Azteca Barrios. Both guys undefeated. Davis, 24-0 with 23 knockouts. He's a four-time two-division world champ, 130 and 135 pounds. And uh, and Mario, 26-0 with 17 knockouts. So it's going to be a fantastic fight. Somebody's O has got to go, as they say. It's promoted by Mayweather Promotions, G T D Promotions, and T G B Promotions. And, uh, of course, it's only on Showtime pay-per-view starting at 8 o'clock. Guys, this is a fantastic fight. Two-Division World Champ, Gervonta Tank Davis, sets his sights on history and a title in a third-weight class against a towering champion, Mario Zicabarrios, that's live tomorrow night, Saturday, June 26, only on pay-per-view. And now let me tell you guys about Allstate, Allstate windows and siding. You want the best rate, you call Allstate. When I was selling my house, one of the biggest selling points was the new windows that we had put in. And when we put those windows in, we weren't thinking, oh, uh, we're going to sell the house. No, I put them in thinking we are going to keep the house. And uh, it turns out when we decided to sell, it was a huge selling point having these windows. My wife customized the windows, fit them to the house. They, they look amazing. But most importantly to me anyway, they save 40% on our electric bills. And it's just a fantastic company, fantastic uh, customer service. You'll save 25% on the indie window package. All you got to do is say, hey, I listen to the board I mean, from ESPN 975, 25% right there, boom. Uh, if you're a first responder or a military vet, you save even more. If you pay all cash, you're saving any more. 832-204-1936, or you can check them online, allstatesidingandwindows.com.
0: It you can be cool, you can be shy, save us Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I don't know how I can explain that
4: in a cooler and more doper fashion.
0: Listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow live from Richmond Arms. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5
1: and on ESPN 92.5.
0: Presented by this Saturday Showtime pay per view, featuring two division world champion Gervonta Tank Davis as he sets his sights on history and a title in a third way class against towering champion Mario El Azteca Barrios. Live this Saturday only on pay per view, here's Fred Fowler. And A.J. Hoffman.
4: No Fred Fowler, no A.J. Hoffman. Aaron Raybould, producer of The Blitz here. Uh, as I explained last break, we had a little bit of technical difficulties out at Richmond Arms. The uh, the rig that they broadcast from uh, didn't explode, but it went blue screen of death on you. Um, so, it's just me. You've got me to finish out the show. But luckily, I don't have to talk your ear off too much. You don't have to listen to my voice. Because we've got some stupid stuff.
3: Yeah. Stupid stuff we've said this week. You know what
2: I had for the first time that I've got to do a shout out for anal sex. Uh, no, that's not going to be a first. Come on. <laughs> they actually got better with Bregman out of the lineup. Yep, his Toro went went nuts, and the Texans are going to want him back but that little dude was... Uh,
3: well, listen, we also know that women are in bad moods more often than men. Well, Mostly because they have, like... They have men to put up with. Well, and they have bleeding vaginas and things like that. Stuff to be angry yeah, these about. Are, these are menstrual very, pain.
2: These are, I would say, more female-oriented. distress. But
3: that's what they get for ruining things in the Garden of Eden. I think we can all thank Eve for her behavior there, for you guys' menstrual pains.
4: Look at that. They eat when they're in a bad mood now.
3: Yeah, still to this day. Eve was pissed off at Adam. What'd you do? Oh, i to eat this apple. I don't care what you say, God. And then now it's, God said, you know what? Women, you're going to cramp and be miserable your whole life and just be angry. And now that's what they get. And then you let them vote. Yeah, I can't believe that. Uh, do you think Clint Sterner hates me? And do you think he'll be glad that I'm leaving, even though we've never met? I'm going to go with no. I get the impression he's kind of laid back about stuff. Okay. Are you saying you'd like him to be my replacement? I think he's entertaining. You want to work with him?
2: Uh, the the thing is, I kind of prefer the Baytown Badass in shorter bursts. But, you know, I can get used to it. Okay.
3: <laughs> Whoever Lopez is, he needs to go to AAA, Southampton County, or that's, wherever that's they're... Brooke Lopez. That's not Brooke Lopez. No. Or Ryan Lopez. That's Hideki Lopez, I think. Uh, it's Jorge Lopez. Mm. He's from Puerto Rico. It'd be Jorge, pack your bag. ERA, ERA,
2: last seven days, 1038.
3: Jorge, get your ass out of my clubhouse. (laughs) Who's more passionate, Dynamo fan or LAFC fan?
2: See, that I don't know. I'm sure our soccer people can
3: answer. You knew there was a gay guy on the Galaxy. Yeah, but that's not LAFC. I don't know Was he a top or a bottom? I don't know. You know. How do I know? You know. What is that noise?
4: I don't know. I was going to go check here in a minute.
3: Sounds like uh, like when your wife leaves her vibrator on on the bedside table and it's just humming. I don't know about that, but it sounds like when your wives do that. <laughs> um, Not that I would know.
2: we have uh, Glenn next
4: segment? I believe so. i have okay. just to text Tyler make sure he's got the microphone
3: set up. Glenn loves coming to our conversations right after I've been talking about wives' vibrators laying around. That's his favorite thing. Well, uh, let's see if the Dynamo fan base
2: is stimulated. (laughs) (laughs) Quick break, it's a blitz on ESPN (laughs) 97.5, (laughs) 92.5. And then I watched one called Hickok. It had one of the Hemsworth brothers. Not the good one. Hick what? Uh, You know. Is that hillbilly porno? No, it's not.
3: (laughs) When you say the finish line, you mean like a pile of money? Yes. That's the goal. Not,
2: Not a pile. I don't want a pile unless it's the pile from...
3: The Dark Knight. That the, the, the Joker the, lights on that fire. That he lights on
2: fire, except I ain't lighting it on fire. Yeah. Yeah. We're all going to just sit there and admire it. But so I, I want, want... Look at this pile of money. I want guys. that
3: much money, but I want it all in dimes. Can you imagine how much space that would take up? No, I, I want mine all in uh, Canadian loonies. Loonies? Which would be like twice as much. I want rubles. I want I want rubles and uh, doubloons. If I can get some doubloons, that'd be good. Oh,
2: doubloons are... Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's pretty awesome.
3: Doubloons are like Bitcoin. They're down now, but I think it's coming back. <laughs> I got a good feeling it's coming back. You buy the dips on doubloons and Bitcoin. That's what they say. Okay.
2: <laughs> so, uh, I did something today that I haven't done in probably two and a half years. Bought concert tickets. Oh, I thought you were going to say butt stuff. Dodge, uh, <laughs> two and a half years. Are you kidding me? A lot longer than that. Yeah. Stupid stuff. This week.
4: All right, Blitzers, that wraps up a Friday edition of the Blitz. Like I said, had some tef- technical difficulties from out at Richmond Arms, but Fred and AJ wanted me to wish you guys a happy Friday. Thank you for sticking it out with us this week. We will be back Monday mo- or Monday afternoon, sorry, 4 o'clock. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Don't make any bad decisions. Make some bad decisions, but not really bad decisions. Let's just say just keep out of jail, right? Anyways, for Fred Fowler, for AJ Hoffman, I'm Aaron Rabeld at Aaron is Blitzed, saying so long, have a great weekend, stay sportsy, bitches. You got this, you got
0: Yes, yeah. Nine, nine, nine,